I'm Dr. Janelle Anderson, former college professor turned manager in a large corporation turned entrepreneur. And not just any entrepreneur. I've made it my life's work to make organizational life more effective and fulfilling. So welcome to Working Conversations, the podcast where we digest and translate research and ideas on workplace dynamics and serve up to you the most interesting and actionable strategies to make your workplace conversations and your relationships more effective, productive, and influential. If you're looking for proven tools for your workplace toolbox, you're in the right place. Now, let's get after it. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Working Conversations podcast, where we talk all things leadership, business communication, and trends in organizational life. I'm your host, Dr. Janelle Anderson. So this episode is going to get a little personal. My fifth grade son came home from school the other day, all excited about a new project his class was doing. You may have heard of it. It's called BizTown. It's a learning experience developed by Junior Achievement that connects the dots between school life and what happens in the real world. As an aside, I wish there were more experiential learning opportunities like this as part of the standard school curriculum. But I digress. Back to BizTown. In BizTown, the students need to manage restaurants, operate banks, handle money responsibly, and vote for mayor. BizTown starts in the classroom with numerous activities spread out over a couple of months and culminates in a full-day simulation of operating BizTown. Along the way, kids pick up basic business and communication skills. They get practical knowledge of economics and banking. They learn why and how to be an upstanding citizen in their community, and they get a basic understanding of the free enterprise system. Okay, so that's BizTown. (laughs) Now, back to my son, Blake. He comes into the house after school the other day and just bursts into my office. He did knock first just to make sure I wasn't teaching a class or online doing something with a live audience, (laughs) but he bursts into my office so excited to tell me that he's running for mayor in BizTown. As he excitedly gushed about BizTown and what running for mayor was all about and why he thought he'd make a good mayor, well, the researcher in me took some notes. Turns out there's a lot of leadership wisdom at work already, even at the fifth grade level. In this episode, I'm going to distill four leadership concepts that my son mentioned in that conversation. Now, I've taken the liberty of putting those leadership lessons in more of a standard business vernacular that he might not have, but I will add that I ran all of my translations by him and he okayed them all. Now, before I get into the leadership lessons that I heard in that conversation, let me explain why. I'm talking about this today. We all lead, and we all lead from wherever we're at in the organization, or at least we can. If you've been following the podcast for any length of time, or if you've ever been in a leadership seminar or a training session, or in the audience of one of my leadership keynotes, you've heard me say that you can lead from any place on the organizational chart. You absolutely can. Now, I want to add to and deepen that discussion by pointing out that we learn leadership at an early age, but we're not limited to what we learn in a formal capacity. We can and should continue to learn to be better leaders our entire lives. I'm in my 50s, and I'm still learning every single day. 
Well, we also learn in very informal ways, especially when we're young. We pick up our leadership knowledge and skills in small and subtle ways. We learn by watching leaders around us and picking up on what works and what doesn't. And this is true for adults and for kids. Oh, sure, a few times a year we do some formal training or go to a leadership development conference, just like these kids have the BizTown curriculum for a couple of months. But I deeply believe that we have the opportunity to pick up leadership lessons in small moments over time. In order to lock those lessons in, though, we do need to be watching for them, be aware of them, pay attention to them, and then lock them in. All right, so here are the four leadership lessons I heard in my after-school debrief with Blake about running for mayor in BizTown. Leadership lesson number one. Everyone can talk a good game, but leaders deliver on their promise. (laughs) It turns out half the class wants to be mayor. And if they don't want to be mayor, they want to be CEO of the bank or any of the other jobs with a high level of responsibility. Now, if you want to be mayor, you need to start campaigning. And by that, I mean asking others for their support immediately. To get to be mayor, not only do you have to win the full support of your immediate classroom, but there's four entire sections of the fifth grade. So once you've been elected as the mayoral candidate for your own immediate classroom section, you then expand your campaign to the other classrooms, knowing that you're going up against each of the fifth graders who won their spot on the final ballot from those other classrooms. And Blake was doing that. He was asking people for their support. He was talking to his classmates and asking them if he could get their vote. And, you know, I hope he was doing that during time that was actually set aside for that activity and not while the teacher was still explaining other things. But hey, let's be real. It is the fifth grade. Everyone can talk a good game, but leaders deliver on their promise. Leadership lesson number two, leaders get into action and take initiative. If you're going to run for mayor, you need to have a campaign manager. So my son started talking to other kids to see whose support he might already have and not only their support, but if they would be willing to speak on his behalf to other kids and try to get other kids to vote for him. They need to represent Blake well when they're asking other kids to vote for him. And he demonstrated this to me. He said, mom, they can't do this. He's pretty cool. He said, no, they need to take it seriously. They need to say something along the lines of this. Hey, have you decided who you're going to vote for, for mayor of BizTown for our classroom? Because if you're undecided or you're thinking about who to vote for, I want to recommend that you vote for Blake. He'd be a good candidate for mayor. And here's why. And then, Mom, they should give some reasons, he said. So he doesn't want anybody campaigning for him who's going to be a goofball. He knows that that's going to cause more harm than help in terms of his mayoral candidacy and campaign. So already he was getting into action 
and starting to figure that stuff out. Now, he also needs a campaign poster and some flyers, and he started figuring out the design for that and searching up online for examples of what campaign posters might look like. He knew he wanted it simple, but should it say vote for Blake or just simply Blake for mayor? Should it have his first and last name? Does he need a headshot on it? How will we print this two foot by three foot poster? Or will we get a piece of poster board and then design it? And he went on and on with all of his ideas about how he might design both the poster as well as the flyers. (laughs) He was also about to start drafting his campaign speech in my office, but I had to ask him to go do it somewhere else because it was still in the middle of my workday afternoon and I had phone calls to return and a bunch of other work to get done. So lesson number two, leaders get into action and take initiative. This episode is made possible by Instacart. If you haven't already started using Instacart, now is the time, my friend. Now, I'm the first one to say that I actually enjoy a trip to the grocery store. I really do. But you know what I like doing even better? Making this podcast. When I was deep in the development of this podcast, outlining and recording the first few episodes, my kids reminded me that they needed to eat. Instacart to the rescue. In absolutely record time, Magnolia, my Instacart shopper that day, delivered chicken nuggets, milk, avocados, fresh berries, and a host of other groceries we needed. When life gets busy, or when you just want to feel like royalty and have someone do it for you, there's Instacart. Get $10 off your first order when you sign up at workingconversations.com forward slash Instacart. Now, back to the show. Leadership lesson number three, the details matter. Leaders do the paperwork. Again, recall that at least half the kids in class want to be mayor. Turns out there's a brief application for mayor. You fill in your name and where it says, what would you like to run for? You write the word mayor and then you sign and date the form. It's literally that simple. Now that's what you need to do just to get your name on the ballot for your immediate classroom. Later, there will be those campaign signs and flyers and speeches and all the rest. But you can't do any of that unless you actually apply to be mayor. Any guess on how many kids actually walked up to the teacher's desk and got the paperwork to fill out? Well, as far as Blake knows, he was the only one Now, of course, that doesn't mean that others won't also pick up the paperwork tomorrow or the next day and fill it out. They certainly may. They have several days before the application to run for mayor is due. But Blake didn't hesitate to get out of his seat and go get that paperwork and make a plan for filling out that very brief application for mayor. Leaders know the details matter and leaders do the paperwork. Leadership lesson number four. Past performance is a predictor of future success. Now, this was definitely one where I summarized and repeated the leadership lesson back to Blake to make sure we were on the same page. Here's how that part of the conversation started. He said, There's no way this kid or that kid could be the CFO of the bank or even a restaurant manager. If that's your job, you have to be there doing that job all the time. Or the town can't run. 
It doesn't matter if you're the CFO of the bank or the restaurant manager. If you're the CFO of the bank and you're not there, then no one can borrow money to start a business. If you're the restaurant manager and you're not there, no one can eat because the restaurant isn't open. And on and on he went, naming off this classmate or that classmate and why they might not be suitable for this job or that job. He specifically described the behaviors of some of his colleagues and how their lack of performance in routine tasks, like paying attention in class or getting their math worksheet finished, would suggest that maybe they couldn't hack it in some of the jobs in BizTown, especially the ones with more responsibility. It was at that point that I asked him, hey, would you say that their past performance is a good prediction of their future success? He thought about it for a moment, and then he said, yep, nailed it. So past performance is a predictor of future success. So I have no idea how this election is going to turn out, but it sure is fun observing leadership lessons in fifth graders. Remember, we learn our leadership lessons our entire life long. We are all lifelong learners, whether we claim to be or not. We are picking up on the subtle cues and the performance of other people around us. Again, we're watching what works and we're watching what doesn't work. And we're figuring out which of those pieces to integrate into our own behavior and into our own leadership toolbox. Regardless of where we sit on the organizational chart, we are all leaders and we are all picking up our skills in informal processes, as well as those occasional leadership trainings and more formal process. And so again, I have no idea how this election is going to turn out, but it really is fun to watch. As a final recap, here are the four leadership lessons that I heard from my fifth grader. Number one, everyone can talk a good game, but leaders deliver on their promise. Number two, Leaders get into action and take initiative. Number three, the details matter. Leaders do the paperwork. Number four, past performance is a good predictor of future success. Now, before I go, I've got a favor to ask of you. If you've enjoyed this episode or any other episode that you've listened to, please share it with one or two other people in your network that you think would also enjoy it. It would absolutely mean the world to me. And until next time, be well. Thanks so much for listening. If you like what you're hearing on the podcast, head on over to Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts and give us five stars and a quick review. It really makes a difference and it keeps us bringing you valuable content that you can put into play in your life. I'm Dr. Janelle Anderson, and this is Working Conversations.